Kerry Rowett, and this is the Align and Attract podcast, helping you to create your version of an aligned business. Let's dive into today's episode. Is your pricing aligned and how can you tell? I cannot wait to explore this with you today. I think it's a really great topic. I think it's something that as entrepreneurs, we think about a lot. What is the right pricing for us? What is the right pricing for our ideal clients? There can be a lot of angst when it comes to increasing prices. And so today we're really going to go into this in a little bit of detail to look at the pricing you have now and to consider if there are any changes that you might like to make moving forward because it's so incredibly personal really deciding on the right pricing for you. Sometimes people can feel like there is just like this magic number and almost might hope that somebody else is going to tell them what that number is. However, a big part of pricing is really owning uh, the pricing that you choose and kind of running with that. But there are so many more aspects, which I'm going to explore. In fact, there are five different aspects of pricing that I want to talk through with you. Before we do get into it, I really want to acknowledge like the most significant mentor that I have worked with on money and on pricing is Denise Duffield-Thomas. I'm sure that many of you are already really familiar with Denise. I joined Denise's Money Bootcamp in 2012. So that tells you I have been in her world for a very long time. I was in the second live round of her Money Bootcamp. (laughs) So I've really seen Denise grow and evolve. We are friends as well. We're in an informal mastermind group together. We have spoken at conferences together. I was in one of her books at one point. Like we've got lots and lots of crossovers. So the reason why I'm mentioning this is because when I talk about money, I have been so informed and influenced by the work that I have done with Denise that even if I'm not taking like a specific model that she has taught me or described to me, there are going to be elements of what she has taught me and what I've learned from being in her space that are going to be interwoven into what it is that I'm going to talk about. So I really want to acknowledge her. It really connects in with what I spoke about in the last episode around aligned inspiration. So even though I might feel like, oh, this is you know something I have come up with uniquely, it is going to be really deeply informed by all of the different work that I have done with her over the years. And I think I really felt that I wanted to model that as well to say it's important, isn't it, to to really acknowledge the people who are our mentors when we have worked with them on a specific topic. I really do, of course, recommend Denise's books and her boot camp as well. Right, let's dive in to this exploration of pricing. I want you to start out by thinking about your pricing in your business, thinking about any one-on-one offerings that you might have and how much you charge for those. So if you've got single sessions, how much they cost. If you have a package or packages in your business, how much they cost. Thinking about other offerings that you've got courses, 
group programs, other downloadable products, and just noticing how you feel about your existing pricing. Does it feel good for you? Does it feel like there is a really beautiful flow? Does it feel like it is a price point or a series of price points that make sense in the context of your business and that, you know, seem to resonate with your ideal client? So we would get that resonance by the flow of clients that we are noticing to those different offerings and also the kind of feedback we get. So it might be that some clients might or some people who might work with you might say, oh, that's a little bit too much for me or I need to save for that or I do want to work with you in the future or something like that. That feedback is fine. Like your pricing does not have to be affordable right now for everyone. If every single person who could potentially work with you is saying that, well, first of all, there is something maybe to shift within you, but it may also be that the actual pricing is not currently a match for the value of that offer and for your ideal clients. So sometimes it's us that needs to shift and sometimes it's the actual external thing, and in this case, pricing, that might might need a tweak. And in addition, it's interesting to think about does that pricing like feel good? Does it feel aligned at the moment? And does it feel like it is maybe too little? So am I charging too little? And we would have a sense that we are charging too little if we're starting to feel any kind of feelings of resentment or Kind of feeling like wow people are just getting so much value like I feel like I'm over delivering for what it is that people are paying like they're just getting such an incredible amount out of this service or offering when they work with me and it can also be that we start to get too busy we've got too many people who want to work with us or our uh our wait list starts to extend out. People can't get in to see you for weeks or months at a time. If that starts to happen, for me, that has historically been the times that I have introduced a, a price increase. You don't necessarily have to wait until you're booked out well ahead to do that, but it can be a great time because you've got that clear evidence that the demand is there. And the other thing you might feel is that your pricing is too high. So that could happen sometimes if, for example, somebody else has told you, you should charge this amount, your service is worth this, you're undervaluing yourself, or it could be a mentor or peers, something like that. So maybe you, in that moment that you settled on that pricing, you were like, yes, you're right, or I should feel that or whatever. But then when you go away and you're in your own energy, you actually don't feel so comfortable with that pricing at this particular point in time or maybe you just don't know yet how to market and how to connect with clients at this point in time who are willing to pay that amount so we can have you know that mismatch either side so let's go into these different um, aspects that we can consider when we are evaluating our pricing and maybe making the decision to increase our pricing or to restructure our pricing. First of all, 
and it's obvious, it's the value of the service. So this connects to the outcomes that your clients can expect, the quality of the work, and it can also relate to any savings they might make through working with you and using your process and you know, really having that problem solved and then what that means that they're not having to spend in a different way. So sometimes for those of us who do therapies that can really work quite quickly and people can get quite dramatic results in a a short space of time, like there is and look, there can often be um, a a kind of a saving in the sense that they might work with a more traditional type of therapy and it may take much longer. Of course, you need to be really careful about making any kind of promises in um, that type of area. However, if you've had that experience yourself, and I know that I did, of like maybe working with different types of therapies, and then, you know, I came across kinesiology and it was able just to create so much dramatic change in a short space of time, like I just really do have that confidence and that knowing within myself that that is true and that does you know, play a part in my pricing decisions. So the value of your service and what it is that people are really going to get out of that, the problem that you solve and how much that problem is really worth being solved for your client. The second aspect to consider is your own resonance with a specific price. If something feels too high for you, or it feels too low for you, well, you can do work to balance yourself to it. But until you've done that, if it just feels too high, you're like, I charge this, but it feels too high. Of course, you don't have that alignment and that's going to come through in the way you communicate about that. So this is a real about being really connected to yourself, your own instincts, your own intuition. And really kind of stepping outside of what it is that other people are doing, what it is maybe that mentors have told you, what it is that you see your peers doing, and really getting that clarity within yourself and knowing you may end up charging less than what some of your peers do. And I don't want you to see that as being like a negative or you don't value yourself or something like that. I have had clients in the past who maybe have said that their peers are charging whatever it is, it's really quite a high number for a person starting out and they were charging much less, but they were attracting clients and they were saying those peers weren't working with any clients. So try not to get caught up in that kind of comparison because, you know, it might work for somebody else and that's great, but if something different might work for you. Next It's also important to consider what your ideal client can and will actually pay. So that really becomes clear, you know, in the real world when you're actually sharing your service, you're sharing your product or your course, your group program, are your ideal clients actually able to afford that price point and are they actually investing in it? So it needs to be something they value enough to pay for and it feels like a really good value for them. It's a really good return on their investment based on what it is that they're going to get back from it. 
it might be that um, one of your price points or some of your, more of your price points are a stretch for your ideal client, but the feeling you want to have and that they want to have is that if they do make that stretch, it's going to be worth it and it's worth it for the vast majority of your clients who do make that stretch. So, yeah, really thinking about your ideal client and what is going to be a good fit for them. If you're working with people who are exclusively in the very early stages of business, can you charge a premium price point? Maybe or maybe not. Like you need to think about how much responsibility you want to take on and pressure that you want to take on and then what is going to really be best for your ideal clients. Fourth aspect, your marketing and your communication and their congruence, alignment, resonance with your pricing. So it might be that actually your service genuinely is worth this particular price point. The clients that you work with get really great outcomes that are so worth the money, yet you haven't learned at this point how to communicate that and how to market that to enough people. And so then the price becomes a barrier. The barrier is not the actual value. It's your ability to communicate that value. So sometimes, you know, then because of that mismatch, it may take some time um, and some skill for you to learn how to do that. In some instances, you might choose to restructure your pricing so that it actually is more of a match for the marketing and communication skills that you have at this point in time. Number five, and there is a strategic element to pricing. And by this, I mean there are going to be a certain number of clients that you want and have the capacity to work with. And sometimes this is going to influence or many times this can influence your pricing decisions. So earlier on in my business, I started out charging $80 an hour, then $90, then $100, then $115. At the time I was charging those amounts, I was working with 50 to 20 clients a week. Now, we just mentioned about the marketing and the communication a moment ago. My marketing and communication were really congruent with that. I was able to attract that number of people at that particular price point and to have that consistency and that flow. I had the one income stream at that time and it felt better for me to be maybe undercharging for what it was, the value that my clients were getting, but it just flowing and being easy and not being stressful to be attracting that number of clients. I recall you know, speaking to different clients and colleagues at that time who really felt, you know, really believed in the value of what it is they were offering and having a much higher price point. But then I recall your client saying to me, but Kerry, you've got so many clients. Like I would love to have that. But they were valuing their offering at such a higher price point and they just hadn't learned how to make that connection. And so from a strategy point of view, okay, they would have needed less clients, but they weren't attracting the number of clients to even get an equivalent kind of income. So 
as I say, there is a strategic element there. If you, over time, are working with far less clients or you've got different demands, commitments, you are working on other things in your business and your one-on-one time or, you know, something, some other offering, like if, if the time that you have to deliver that offering decreases, that can be a time where you might choose to increase the price point, especially if there is going to be kind of too much demand at a lower price point. So it becomes a little bit more of a kind of barrier um, to entry. Of course, people are going to, you know, get this incredible result and, you know, you want to make sure that the value is still there, but having a, high, a higher price point in that instance is going to be more of a strategic decision for you. So there we go. I hope that has given you a lot to think about today in terms of your pricing, to get really clear on how it is that you're currently feeling about your pricing, to consider whether or not you'd like to increase your pricing or perhaps make other changes to your current pricing and perhaps other areas of your business that you might up level to make your pricing more congruent. So let's go back through those five areas that I outlined today. So number one, it was about the value of the service that you provide, the outcomes that your clients get, your skills and experience and professionalism in the way that you deliver, any potential savings that your clients might make if you're able to help them to get to a result quicker than they'd be able to get that result through other methods perhaps. Number two, your resonance with a specific price. So how that price actually feels for you in your own body. We cannot underestimate that. It's important that your pricing feels good for you. Number three, what your ideal clients can and will pay. So are they actually investing in your offers as they are? And are you offering them something that they really understand what it is that they're going to get from that, from working with you, and that that outcome or that process is really worth it to that individual? So they totally get what they are going to receive and they really want to pay for that. Number four, your marketing and communication skills and how resonant they are with your current pricing. Number five, strategy. So that's to do with how many clients you actually want or need to work with. Sometimes if you're wanting to work with more clients, if that is a flow that really feels good for you, or perhaps you're in the earlier days of your business, it can be really beneficial just to work with a lot of people. It helps you to really hone your skills. And sometimes rather than trying to overcome your own barrier to charging more, you're better off just choosing a price point that feels comfortable for you and working with a lot of people if you've got the capacity and it's not going to burn you out. So that's another consideration there, obviously. Then when you've got 
less time at a different stage in your business, that can be a time that your pricing might increase. Supply and demand obviously really plays into this. If you have a lot of demand for your services, it's going to be a time where you are going to want to increase your rates. I think this is a really good discussion to have with a friend. So if you have a friend who maybe does or doesn't yet listen to the podcast, send them across this episode and then suggest you guys have a chat about it. Really do a bit of a workshop through this together, a bit of a brainstorm if need be. If you do want to get more aligned with your own pricing, I teach you how to do that in my Align and Attract course. You can find that over at alignandattract.com slash course. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope that you have really loved this episode. If you have, please feel free to do a little like review on your podcast app. And I cannot wait to talk with you next time. Thanks so much. Bye.